0: Welcome back to Omid Yomi, learning one Omid at a time so that together we can make a communal seum, Sechtas Megillah this year on Purim, learning in the merit and the the hostages so they should return home speedily, healthy, and they should all return to full health both in body and spirit. Today is day number 117 of captivity, 117 of this terrible war, and we're all doubting that this war should end, but end in a way that is in the best interest for Israel, Israel and the Israeli people. Okay, so, we're picking, or today's dot is Dalit on the Bays, but we're picking up on the bottom of Dalit of the Aleph at the two dots. They're starting a new piece, Elishaq Farma, Kimi so as we learned in our Mishnah, our Mishnah opened up saying that the villages would uh, would uh, advance the day of reading the Megillah earlier to a prior Monday or Thursday, because Monday and Thursday is when the village, mar- when the uh, farmer's market was open in the larger cities, and and therefore, in order, and therefore, the uh, in order to allow. Well, actually, it's a subject of debate. We'll, d- we'll get to right now. So they, well, suffice it to, for now to say that the uh, villages would go in. The villagers would go in on the Monday or Thursday preceding Purim, and that could either be you know any day from Yud through Yud Gimel. Says our Mishnah. Says the Gemara. Amr So the sages were lenient with regard to the villages and allowing them to advance the day. To the Monday or Thursday that preceded the fourteenth, uh, i.e., Purim, why? So they should be available to provide water and food for their uh, th- those who reside in the towns, as in, so they can have what to eat on Purim day. Meaning to say that this enactment was instituted for the city dwellers, these uh, these, these town dwellers. We wanted to ensure they have food. And therefore, we wanted the farmer's market to be open prior to Purim so that they can sell their uh, sell their provisions to those residing in the city. Therefore, we say, all you villagers, go in, go in on that Monday, go in on Thursday, so you can sell food so that uh, the next day or the following day, the people will have what to eat. Now, we have a problem right that is to say, that seems to imply the purpose of this enactment of this leniency this dispensation if you will was for the benefit of the towns, so they have their supplies for the per feast but now we learned in a Mishnah that, um, um, we learned in a uh, in a uh, Mishnah however our Mishnah, that in the event that, that Purim, the actual Purim, the 14th falls out on Monday, then everyone reads on Monday. And if you want to say the entire purpose of this enactment was so that before Purim, the people have what to eat. So the villagers should advance their readings to the previous Thursday so that they can come in then. And when they come in, then they bring all their supplies to sell in the farmer's market. Again, if the whole purpose is we want to ensure that the farmers end up in the city prior to Purim to sell food for the Purim feast, so then when Purim falls out on Monday, the, we should allow the farmers to come on Thursday, the preceding Thursday. Says the Gemara, no, because that preceding Thursday is going to be on the 10th, and as we already learned in the, in the first Gemara, we only allow one to bring back the reading to the 11th. And there is the rabbi the Rabbis never enacted it to be on Thursday, um, and there, since that's not a designated day to read, we can't do that. Therefore, therefore what? So therefore, although it was for the benefit of the city, we wanted to ensure that the city dwellers had their food. We we just don't have any recourse. We just don't have no way to get around this. Okay. Toshima. Okay. So I have a different. I, I, I can just take the other one. A, a different a different issue a different uh, a different challenge. If or when, as the mission says, Purim falls out on Thursday. So everyone reads on Thursday. Vimis. Now, if the whole point was so that the people in the city have uh, have food and provisions before Purim, shouldn't let the villagers come in? The farmers come in on Monday. That is, that's going to be the eleventh. That's totally fine. Meaning to say, again, if the whole purpose is to be want to ensure that the food gets to the cities prior to Purim, so when Purim falls out on Thursday, you should theoretically, therefore, require or allow the farmers to come in on the eleventh, which is Monday. So. My so answer is no. That once you have a day of assembly, we don't push it off to another day of assembly. Once you have a yamakanisa, you have a farmer's market, which generally takes place on the Thursday. We don't shift it back to Monday. Okay. Um, who Yehuda is going to actually come along and say this is actually wrong. We were, we're we are approaching this whole situation wrong. We are working with the assumption that the purpose of this enactment was to allow the, the people in the city to have the requisite food for the Purim Suda says the Gemaratashmar Omrabi Yoguda A Masa. When is it? When is it? This we again we also but we know this so huh? when is it that we allow the the uh, people to come in earlier? The Makkush Nach Nisam Mishani Vafishi in a place where it was custom it was custom for the people to gather in the cities on Mondays and Thursdays. Um Makkush nisa and Meshani in a place where they don't typically enter the town on Mondays and Thursdays in Carnas Elismano. So you can all read the Megillah on the 14th on the 14th if you think the whole idea is for the benefit of the towns of the cities um, so because the the people don't generally enter the the, the city on Mondays and Thursdays, the cities therefore should lose out and not get food for Pesach how can that be? how can that be? again, if the whole purpose was for uh, them to have the food for Purim well, they're not going to have it. They're not going to have it. So who cares if they typically come in or not? So rather, says the Gemara we this that previously, previously said, the purpose is that you'd have food food and water. What, is, what does it mean? Rather, why do we give them the dispensation? We don't give them the dispensation so that so that they're, the people in the, in, the, in the city will have food and water for Purim. Rather, we're saying because these villagers are the ones who are supplying the city with the food and water, as we say, the farmers are the backbones of the economy. We reward them and say, we're not going to give you the Tircha, the extra exertion that you have to come in another day during the week. You're ready coming Monday. You're ready coming Thursday. We're not now going to make it coming Tuesday for Purim. So we give them dispensation. This, this head is to allow them to come prior to, prior to Purim so that they don't have to come in an extra time during the week. Okay. Mishnah continues. Keta chain of Bashavis. If the 14th of Adar falls on Shabbos, Karma Yom, everyone reads that day. The Gemara is now going to say there's a bit of an inconsistency here. The Gemara says, if You look at the Mishnah, the Mishnah starts off talking about the Yodalaf, uh, gemol as in the days of the month, but the latter half of the Mishnah is talking about the days of the week. Why do we have this inconsistency, either all days of the week or all days of the month? And the Gemara says, I don't want to get into this, not just because the time, but it's basically, and you can look at it yourself, it just makes it much easier to understand that uh, when you're you, using the two different counts, both the month and the days, because once you start reversing things, once you start reversing things, you're going to count them backwards with the month, it's going to get all confusing. I mean, if you're trying to work backwards, it's, it's going to be on one, you know, if today is uh, the 14th, and two days is going to be the 12th, etc. So this is, again, it's, just, it's uh to keep this keep clarity here. Next. Cholus Shabbos. The Gemara continues quoting our Mishnah. If the 14th of, of, of Adar, as in Purim, falls out on a Friday, so first of all, everyone comes drunk to Kabbalah Shabbos. But the Gemara is written before we have Kabbalah Shabbos. Okay. So, says the Halacha, the Halacha is, our Mishnah, our Mishnah says, if the 14th of Adar falls out on a Shabbos, so then the villages read on Thursday, the large unwalled cities read on Friday, Um, and the Gemara says as follows. Mastis the money. Who says this? So the Mishnah says, actually, we have two different statements, a statement from Rebbe and a statement from Yossi, and either one of them could have been the author of this Mishnah. So we're gonna let's, let's, let's dissect this. My Rebbe, so why do we think this could be Rebbe? Because it was taught in a Brai'sa. Chaliyos be'er Shabbos at the 14th of Adar, i.e. Purim falls out on Friday. The villages and the large unwalled cities read on Thursday. And the walled cities read on Friday. Rabbi Yomer, disagrees, he says, No, we don't move the unwalled cities from their, from their proper normal day of the 14th. Rather, the walled cities and the unwalled cities, as in Purim and that year, are combined into one day, into Friday. Because, again, you can't read on Shabbos, which is going to be the subject at the end of this Gemara. And that is what Rabbi says. So, again... Our Mishnah stated that when Purim falls out on Friday, so the villagers read on Thursday and the cities read on Friday. We said this could be Rebbe. How do you know it's Rebbe? Because we have a Brisa, which is an anonymous statement that says when it falls out on Friday, so then everyone moves to Thursday, as in the unwalled cities and the villagers move to Thursday. And Shushan Purim that year was on the 14th on the Friday. Rebbe says, what are you talking about? We never push off Purim. We don't push off Purim, or, or in this case, advance Purim. Rather, Purim and Shushan Purim take place on the same day. So he can be author of Mishnah, because he's effectively saying, villagers read on Thursday, and everyone else reads on Friday. Okay, so, my time of Tana What's the Tana reason? What's his logic that we're going to make Purim fall out that year on the 13th? So it says, The passage says that each and every year. So just as in every year, on a typical normal year when is not falling on Friday, we have the Purim always precedes Shushan Purim. So to here, Purim must precede Shushan Purim. So Purim will in fact now fall out on the 13th, or we'll celebrate Purim on the 13th to allow it to precede Shushan Purim, which is going to fall out this year on Friday, again, because we can't read on Shabbos and we can't read on Sunday because Sunday is going to be now the, uh, the 16th. And as we know, you can't read past the 15th. Good. So the, uh, the Gemara says as follows. Well, maybe you can read it differently. Maybe the it says let this year should be like each and every every year, each and every year. Just as each and every year, Purim is always on the fourteenth. So too, this year Purim should be on the fourteenth, and we'll have to have Purim and Purim smushed into one day. So Shani The Gemara says no, there's no. it's not possible. It's not possible. We can't have the world's unwalled cities be on the fourteenth. Why? Because we need to have the unwalled cities read the 13th to proceed to proceed Shushan Purim. So, good. For Rebbe, my time. What's Rebbe's reasoning? Now that we see the Tanakhama explains, his understanding is, you have to always have Purim proceed Shushan Purim. So, what's Rebbe's logic to allow Purim and Shushan Purim to be on the same day? So, just like every year, unwalled cities always read the 14th. We never have unwalled cities reading on the 13th. So we're not going to push it off. We're not going to push it off. We're never going to ask the same question. Uh, I guess the, the inverse, if you will, the previous. Well, when you can read B'chol Shana each and every year, just as each and every every year, Purim precedes Shushan Purim, so to this year Purim precedes Shushan Purim, you shouldn't make it on one day. Shaniach the left, it's not possible, because we want to interpret the first B'chol shan to tell us that we don't move Purim from its place, so it's not possible that Purim precedes Shushan Purim on this year. Great. So what that leads us is Rabbi could be the author of our mission that says that when Purim falls on a Friday, we read on uh, regular safe, uh, unwalled cities, read on a Friday, and villages read on a Thursday. We should also, the mission could be Rabbi Yossi. Now, how could it be Rabbi Yossi? What does Rabbi Yossi say? My Rabbi Yossi, Ditani. You learned it at a different way. So, Khalios Erev Shabbos. If the fourth of the Father falls on the Eve of Shabbos, Mukhofen, Ukvarmak, Yom Knisa, Walled cities and, and, and villages advance to Thursday at various bells, Koran, Baba Yom. Yoshi Omar. Aim Mukabas Kamalayaris. We never have walled cities reading before on see. We never have walled cities. I just, I'm sorry, I just read that way too fast. Try it again. Mukabas Ukfarm Maktim Nyomakinisa. The walled cities. Okay. Give me one second. Let's let's re- let's reset here. Ditanya, Cesar Yosi. Had to Salyos Airishabs when Purim falls on a chavis. Mukafas Ukfarm Maktim Nyom Walled cities and villages read on Thursday, meaning to say that a is our regular city, is going to read on the 14th, whereas Shushan Purim, the series, is going to be on the 13th. So just, just to contrast, um, Rebbe in the previous prices said that everything is just the Shushan Purim and Purim on one day, here we're effectively saying, Rebbe is saying, Shushan Purim becomes tainus Esther. So now Purim is out of order. We have Shushan Purim, Yushalayim, and everyone else. So now the Gemara says, then um, Reb Yosi said, that's that. Of Yossi Omer, no. Anyone comes to Kalmuyaris. Come walled cities cannot proceed on walled cities. Everyone reads on the fourteenth. So now my time to kind of comment. So what's the reason Tana Kama? Kind of Where the kind of Tana Kama says in this case Shushan Purim takes place on Tana Sest on the thirteenth. Dixon, bechol shem shana says each and every year. Just as every year on walled cities are always the fourteenth? We, uh, 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 we never move. we never move. We never move. Purim, whose mano ushalzev lo shalz Additionally. We never have walled cities and unwalled cities reading together. Sorry, Rebbe, we never have that. So so too here, we can't move uh, perm. Perm is unmovable. It's, it's proper day. It was manas that was Los Manas But also, we can't have perm shushan perm on the same day because we never have it that on the same day. Therefore, we have to say that shushan perm has to come before perm on the thirteenth. Maybe you can say no. Maybe it doesn't each every year. Walled cities do not precede unwalled cities. Afkan, is called the Yaros. So to here, we can't have the wall walled cities reading on the 13th. Shaniov to the left, she goes, no, there's no there's no alternative, no option. We need to have the um walls and unwalled cities read. We can't have them read the same day. So we have to uh we have to move it to the 13th. My time of Yossi. What's the reason of Yossi who says no walled cities, unwalled cities will read the same time? So he says no, it says Michael Shanghash, each and every year, Michael shan Vashan, Imcus called the Yaros just each and every year. Unwalled cities always precede walled cities I've got So to hear walled cities cannot proceed um, So to hear walled cities uh, have to come after unwalled cities, so good But what about each and every year where we have two different days? I've different days? so to here should say as well. They should be different days Shani Haha the left shirt, it's not possible. So we conclude as well that Rabbi Yossi says that in a, in the event that Perm falls on a Friday, we read Perm and Shushan Purim on the same day because we can't have Shushan Purim proceeding. Purim. Okay, good. Now the Gemara continues. Rebbi, Ayar If you recall previously, Rebbe said we never shift Purim from the um from the, uh, for the, the, the its proper day. Is that really true? Is that really true? We never shift perm for its proper day. I have a different price, so... If Purim falls out on Shabbos, the villages read on the day of Thursday. And large unwalled cities read on Arab Shabbos. So, look, we are advancing it earlier to the, uh, to the 13th. And Walled cities can read on Sunday. Why? Because that's the 15th. Because, again, this is when Shabbos is the 14th. Very interesting. He says... Once we're shifting the, the villages, the towns, actually, the cities from the regular day, because we don't read them on Shabbos, we should read it on the Yom K'nisa, rather than reading it on Friday. Yom HaKanisa. So can this be, are you really making this comparison? Hello, there's a big difference. Here, it's Shabbos, and therefore the Yom well, are not allowed to read. Once we're going to shift it, shift it to a day when everyone is going to read, or as many possible people are going to read, and that would be Thursday. Here, however, in the case of the is you lottery. The only reason you have a thought to move it is because you want you don't want to coincide with Shushan Purim. And we, it says, Rebbe Lo we have no possi- we have no recourse. We have to go this way. Okay, so that's what he says. The the continues. Come on, Azl now wants to identify who said the following statement. If Perem falls out on Shabbos, everyone shifts to Thursday. Mars before it looks for the source. Says excuse me. Really, everyone moves to Thursday. the Why? What happened to Shushan Purim? They should be reading Sunday, right? That's the proper day they should be reading because the Yudalit is Purim. That's on Shabbos, and that means Tesva, the fifteenth, is Sunday Shushan Purim. So why should we move everyone to Thursday? Says no, no, no. Hello, Ella. No, anything that's supposed to move because it can't take place on its regular day, i.e., regular Purim on Shabbos, that shifts to Thursday. Come on, who says this Rabbi? This is Rabbi of the Bryce above, because Rabbi said, once you, move, once you move a day, move it to the day when as many possible people are reading, i.e., move it to uh, Thursday. Okay. Gamar and I want, the assumption here is we can't read on Shabbos. Why not? No one believes you're allowed to read the Megillah on Shabbos, my time Omar um, Rabbah, this is the famous Gezerah Rabbah, famous uh, enactment of Rabbah. Hakol be created megillah, who be Everyone is obligated in reading the megillah, and in if the shofar, although that statement is a bit of controversy, it belongs here. Okay, then he can make a megillah, but not everyone who is obligated knows how to read the megillah. It takes someone to know how to lay it. You need Jonathan Falk in your show, if you want to have uh, if you want to have someone read the Megillah. So therefore, because let's say you have someone who's a I don't know a neophyte, they don't know how to uh, lane. They want to lane. What are they going to do? They'll take the Megillah and they'll go to the false house and say, "Can you teach me to lane?" And if it's Shabbos, they're carrying the Megillah in, which is rabbi public domain. So therefore, we say a gazera. We don't want. To, we want to uh, be cautious. We don't want to cause someone to carry the Megillah in public on Shabbos. So we say, no reason to get on Shabbos, because you're going to end up carrying, we've read suspicious Ramos, by the time the shofar, by the time the lulav. Same reason for shofar. People might want to, don't know how to blow a and they're going to go to Andy's house to learn how to blow the chauffeur. Or when it comes to lulav, they don't know how to tie the lulav, and therefore, they, they're going to go ask someone to teach them to tie the lulav. So, um, um, so we, we want to avoid people carrying in, in public domains. We, we, we The rabbi says, no doing any of these three things on Shabbos. Rav gives a different reason. This is a fascinating reason why are we now read the Megillah on Shabbos. Should, a nahem shall the suahs make the Megillah. So all the uh, the people who are poor anxiously await Megillah reading because they know what comes with the Megillah reading. Matanas levyonim they're going to get money, they're to get sustenance, and or and and now they're going to show up to Megillah reading on Shabbos. They're not going to get the money. They're not. They're going to get very worried. They're going to get anxious about it. So we, when we shift, so we, therefore we shifted all the Megillah to the, another day during the week. Uh, either that Friday or Thursday, depending on who you're passing, like in that brisa. Tanya alki is also a brisa. Even though we say villagers may read on the uh, on the on the, the previous uh, Yom Knesset on Monday or Thursday, go Yom they can collect the gifts on that day. Machalka Yom they distribute on that day. So this, what does that mean? That's very ambiguous. On which day? So the Gemara says no. Afalpi, let me clarify. Alpi What what are you talking about? No, to the contrary, because they said that you're supposed to read it. Then again, this is all very ambiguous. What do you mean? The, 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 the word seems off. Alpha p, what p. Alpha p means even though. It doesn't. That, that's not what's happening here. Now I know I'm being very unclear because that's the Gemara is unclear. So the Gemara is going to clarify. Ella says the Gemara as follows. Since the rabbis say that these villages can advance the reading to the Yom Aknisa, that day, as uh, that Thursday or that Monday, we say that's when you give your matanus Yonim, not on your dollar property because the yadniyim the, the are waiting for their money. And the Gemara's and go the we will begin tomorrow saying that not that's not with the rest of the Purim. Simcha's Purim is not that way. It's only with Megillah and along with Megillah comes matanus Yonim, that we say that if you advance it, Megillah and matanus leviyonim go together. I wish you all a wonderful day. Day.